0: you're just yeah how you feeling how you recovering from harlan's first day of school very traumatic day <laughs> charlie you, you, you he he didn't do it on the show on our group chat it, my, my my text message stream was full of
1: <laughs> I know.
0: the roller coaster i figured <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wasn't um, gonna bring I anything was... to the table to help. I, the the most I was gonna do is I was gonna send him uh, a, a Facebook ad for a bulletproof vest and ask him if he got her one. Like just being a fucking oh, horrible Jesus. human being that I nice. just... am. <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> hey, they um that school up here the the one that my my coworker um does a PTA they're gonna start using that sticker idea. She thought it was
2: so cute. She sent it to the principal and the principal's like we're gonna start doing that. It's a great idea. Hell yeah, you know. Um okay so we walk in and i kept my composure until like we dropped her off and she just sat down on her chair didn't hug us didn't like kiss us by nothing like she just sat down on her chair and waved at us i was like <laughs> <laughs> and uh the teacher she was like here you go mom i think you're gonna need this and put the sticker on vic first right so we start walking out the school vic's like cool calm composed and i'm <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to keep it to myself, right? Until we get to the car. And then, like, she hugs me back. because I got to go to work. And I just fucking lose. Like, Man! <laughs> and she takes the sticker off. She's like, I think you're going to need <laughs> So, that's <laughs> hilarious you didn't tell me that part <laughs> yeah because it's always the problematic thing of, like the teacher just assumed a woman's gonna have the harder time yeah. oh, it was me you see know stone cold Vic very well
3: <laughs> oh
2: god fucking ice water in her veins anyway <laughs> well throughout yeah. the school day the teacher is sending us pictures on this app called class today Drew. oh by the way this is another side rant there's a little sidebar over here the this sounds weird. Does it sound better? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah, that sounds better. Oh, uh, there we go. So the teacher, right? She when we went in for the open house. She was like, okay, so we'll need to download this app called Class Dojo. And I do all the discipline through the app. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So I download it, right? And it's just an app. And it functions very much like a social media app, right? Like all the parents join the class and then the teacher posts stories throughout the day of like what your kids are doing, right? But to unlock all the features for this app, you have to pay $59.99 a year. (laughs) And like that enables like, uh, like your messages you can go back as far as you want with the class dojo plus but with class Pl- class dojo reggie you can only go back a few days in your message threads and then with class dojo plus you can view like the history of your child's discipline right but with class dojo reggie you can only view like the past few days and so- this just <laughs> Lit so many fuses in my crazy, fucked up socialist brain. It's like, this is fucked up. Why are we yeah. paying this for public schools? It doesn't make sense. If I we want to pay all these extra fucking fees, I'd put her in a private school. But I ain't got that kind of money. So I don't do it. And then, okay, for another thing, they did away with free lunch at the school, right? There's no more free lunch. Free lunch doesn't exist, right? I was on free lunch when I was a kid, right? That was how I ate during the day because when I was at home during the summer, it was fucking ham sandwiches every day. (laughs) And then they did away with it. And you got to download another app called my school bucks to put money in your kids lunch account. Right? So they're making these kids have like little fucking debit cards to fucking do their lunch with. It's fucking so much money. Everything costs so much money. Is there, is there like fees on top of that? Not done. So the the teacher tells us there's an open house. Okay, every kid's parents are responsible for a snack day. We do one per kid per month. We have to buy snacks for the whole class. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. You know why? Because all right, it's not going to be hard. Because luckily, like ever since the move, I have a little extra money left over after each paycheck. Right? I'm not rich by any means, but I have enough to you know spend a little extra here and there. But there's going to be some parents that don't have that kind of money, right? And they're going to send ham sandwiches or bologna sandwiches for every kid in the class on their day. And then another parent is going to get, like, the fucking big box of Dorito chips and, like, every kid's going to get fucking name brand food. And then the kid's going to poor shame the other kid that brought fucking bologna sandwiches. I know how it works. Kids are fucked up, man. (laughs) man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like the idea of all these, like, apps kind of making their way into it feels I mean honestly it feels very much like right well it feels like it feels like the prison stuff that we're talking about right where these these, like leachy private companies come in and they're like we're disrupting the way you do school
2: it wasn't wasn't fucking broken right (laughs) by the way you do have to pay fees for my school bucks every time you put money on your kids account you pay a dollar a dollar fee
0: you should do some research and see if they're owned by JPay. I'm mm-hmm. not even kidding. Like, I feel like so many of these fucking companies are like they they take over a bunch of different sect- sectors. Also on that, that what is it, Class Dojo? Mm-hmm. You have to check. Make sure, check and see if there's a setting that if you pay a little bit more after you do the promo, that you can um, send a signal that'll actually vibrate the teacher's butt plug. Um, so you can kind of, <laughs> you know, just remind her that you're thinking of her during the day. Uh...
2: Oh, Okay, so let me get back on topic. The day of first day of school. Harlan goes to pick up or Victoria goes to pick up Harlan, right? Harlan gets on the car. So Victoria asked Harlan, Harlan, what do you think about your first day of school? And Harlan said, I don't want to go to school anymore. The (laughs) teacher got on to me and now I'm mad at school. (laughs) brother you
0: uh, this is the first of many chapters that you're gonna this is just kindergarten
2: (laughs) you know dude that sounds just like me like the teacher got on me so i'm mad at the whole system now
3: what's
2: not seen until you let go but what is seen i'm talking about your money I I got a oh we're if you catch more good for a podcast about carny scammers and carn artists we are joined today by charlie butters hey and the man the myth the bald guy, Austin.
0: I'm not the only bald guy on here. <laughs> Charlie Nice, you're a barber. Heaven Oh, I mean, about taking his <laughs> meat
2: out of a freezer. Refrigerator, not a freezer. <laughs> Why would you put meat in the refrigerator? What do you mean? You don't keep, keep meat in the
0: refrigerator. You keep meat in the refrigerator.
2: You keep meat in the freezer, you psychopath. No, you don't. You put it yes in the refrigerator. You you take not it if out, you're you c- going to c- cook it right away. Yeah, okay. If you are throwing it out, you put it in the fridge, sure. We you, you don't put just all... put no, oh, my... you don't put all the meat in the fridge. How much meat do you buy on a shopping trip? Maybe that's the real question. Oh
0: uh pounds.
2: Multiple like pounds.
0: We... Oh, see, that's the problem. See, we like when we buy, we buy enough for the week, and then that's it.
2: But I don't for have the a week. big freezer
0: either. Like I don't have you know, like
2: Let's say all right so when we went to sam's yesterday i bought like 10 pounds of chicken breasts jesus right? christ see i never buy that much
0: okay all right yeah we do we do like we shop every week because of just smaller amounts um all right so here we are we're gonna talk a very um in the moment uh grifter and i wanted to get this pitbull, out
2: pitbull mr worldwide no he's
0: neither of those things <laughs> give me the
2: green light baby it's pitbull time
0: <laughs> no he looks like pitbull and that's maybe kind of racist i don't know um <laughs> you know 5 minutes in racism casual racism <laughs> no, was uh,
2: accidental racism
0: this guy is like having his fucking moment right now and i figured maybe we could try to get this out and and talk a little bit about kind of where he came from and what he's doing a lot of other places have covered him so i just want to talk about him as this guy who's sort of in like his quest to become this grifter you know like he like where he started and how he's kind of evolved and changed things up and moved along um and the guy that we're talking about is a guy named
2: Bipple! miami stand up mr 405 here to take a worldwide baby no the human mole rat no. himself no.
0: dalton no <laughs> and you guys are both on on tiktoks so you may have seen this guy his name is
2: andrew tate the Ooh, ring a bell b- very ben Shapiro isk it's like yeah, if I, Ben Shapiro had remotely any sex appeal sort of it's like if Ben Shapiro knew how to get women wet
0: yeah well was, that is a thing um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about Andrew Tate um, so Emery Andrew Tate III uh, was oh, born oh man what, yeah.
2: what a bad name
0: Emory Andrew Tate <laughs> dude sounds like you should be like the king of New Zealand or something <laughs> Um, so he was born in December of 1986 in Washington, D.C. His dad, uh, Emery Tate II, was an international master in chess, believe it or not. Um, and at his, at his peak, his dad was the 76th highest ranking player in the United States. Uh, and this is something like chess is like a theme that keeps coming up with him over and over again like he's really proud of his dad and you know that he's his dad was Please a chess tell master. Me was like we're playing chess not checkers like little catchphrase no but he, like currently his branding features um the chess piece of the night <laughs> so it's like his name oh, and then God. there's a picture that's like his logo <laughs> It's kind of terrible and insufferable. Um, so Tate was raised in Chicago until he was 11 years old when his mom moved him and his siblings to London. Uh, his dad stayed behind. I'm not sure if there was like a divorce or just a separation, but she took off with the kids. Um and you know these guys all, like we've talked about, they kind of have their own mythos. They're they're like legend of how they started, and they, they have lore. They, they have lore. They like right lore builders. And so, I want to read a little bit from an interview with Tate about his upbringing. Um, he says, um, "So by age eleven, I was the man of the house with a younger brother and a sister plus mum to look after." As soon as mom. I was old, little- mom. Well, he, they lived in <laughs> London, so he's got a, kind of an oh, odd accent. The
2: British. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: not like a really. It's a weird kind of clipped British accent. I don't know. It's you'll you'll hear it when we play some clips of him, but it's a very odd accent, and it's definitely kind of the. I mean, it makes sense that it's an accent of someone who was just raised there. You know, after they were age eleven, um, okay. my stepmom kind of has this thing too because she's from the United States but grew up in in England, so she's got this kind of like weird accent like Oy, that.
3: cheerio,
2: Austin. I didn't know you were part of the British. Wonderful step. day this... today, isn't
3: it?
0: <laughs> this is going to be a six-hour podcast. <laughs> um. So he says, as soon as I was old enough, I got a job moving 80-pound uh, boxes of frozen fish into the market at 5 a.m. Then a full day of school. Weekends found me at the market stall where I perfected my knife skills, flawlessly filleting a fish uh, at blinding speeds. After, at, after some time, I never cut my hands at all, not even a nick. I learned to play drums. He's so got a lot going on. I love on.
2: the alt-right when they comes to like telling stories about their past because every single one of them is like, oh, I did this flawlessly. flawlessly. I was an expert was at my craft.
0: Oh, yeah. Just wait. Here are Keith he keeps going while growing up in Lutton, raised by a single mother, we endured a lot of teasing because of your American accents. I learned to talk smarter than the bullies and never raised uh, never needed to raise my fist. when my younger brother beat up the school bully, the boy's mom mother came rushing out of the house to confront our mom. to our surprise, she thanked our family for finally putting the bully in his place. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna. So yeah, this is kind of just. I mean, right off the bat, you're like this guy. Thank
2: you for beating the shit out of my son. <laughs>
0: yeah, because he was a bully that I couldn't even handle as his mother. Um, so he, uh. I will say, he does eventually become a professional kickboxer. So that's this is this part. He says, unlike some great fighters, I have never been in a pub fight or a brawl. I've never struck a person in anger. So that's kind of some of his his you upbringing.
2: I know how to stand up to a man.
0: Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. <laughs> Jordan's going to play a little bit into this story. Covering the this same is, cloth, baby. This is, is going to be like the greatest hits <laughs> of all these guys. You um, know what?
2: Brother, you ain't living, man. You ain't never been in a street fight. You ain't never, they ain't never just no. tossed with anybody in the street.
0: He's holier than thou. He's, he's too righteous for that. Oh no, nah, he's a lover, not a fighter. Even though he is a fighter, because he made money
2: anyway. Well, he's very much a fighter, but he fights
0: for profit.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He brings that capitalist ethos into fighting. <laughs> so
0: I, I think that like from every account that I've read, like Tate idolized his dad. And I think this kind of the separation really fucked him up. You know, like I think that's a lot of kind of his 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 bravada is I mean, it definitely feels like, hey, lack of a father figure. You love me, dad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So from what I could tell, Tate skipped college and joined the workforce. Um, He's got a real chip on his shoulder um, early on, you know, because he was he grew up poor. And so he really is kind of like resentful uh, to things like higher education and people that are you know, that are well-educated and have professional careers. And that's sort of a that's fair a through oh, that's line. Fair. Yeah. That's not, that's not too bad. That's not a bad thought process. And I get
2: it. I understand. And I actually understand. I feel like I understand a lot about this guy. Um, yeah, but, I get it. I feel like if I went down like the wrong road, if I made a wrong turn, I could like end up like this. Yeah, somebody that thinks like me, just I don't like. You got your learning books. You think you're better than me? You're not fucking better than me. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> this is gonna be a classic episode where you're
0: gonna be like, yeah, yeah, and then you're gonna go, no. <laughs> <laughs> um so his first job was in ad sales he as he tells it knowing that he had no qualifications for the job he offered to work for free for a week and if the company was happy with him they could hire him right so he's like let me do this job let me prove to you that i know how to do this job not sure i totally believe that but
2: it's getting paid in exposure yep. baby yeah,
0: it's just the fucking I hate that so fucking much <laughs> um, so I mean there should be no surprise but like Tate was fucking amazing at his job right in the, <laughs> and they hired him at, it's fucking know, incredible. The, he's fucking incredible <laughs> and he's essentially just a salesman right but he says that in his first month working there he broke everybody else's sales records <gasps> oh, and was the top off, selling dude. guy <laughs> so there's that um And then, after only about a month and a half of working there, one of the guys who helped run the company asked him to partner in a new company. So he's only been there a month and a half. This guy, Brian, um, says, Hey, man, I've seen your numbers. I want to start up a new one and I want you to be my partner. (laughs) It's a very
2: small sample size, tells me that you're excellent. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So,
0: yeah. so from Tate's telling his his partner Brian, so they go out and they make this new company. His partner Brian turns out to be this giant cokehead, and so Tate has to run this new advertising company by himself essentially because Brian's off, you know, sniffing coke off a snorting coke off a hooker's yeah, stomach. that's my
2: favorite marijuana. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, um, so the idea for this company was to produce TV ads and get them on the air as cheaply as possible. Right? Um, they also didn't start out with any money or clients. So the game was to get clients by cold calling them with absurdly low pricing in order to entice them, you know, the clients to come partner with the agency. So Tate throws out a figure of $14,000 to create and traffic an ad. That's what he would quote a, a, a company. He'd say, 14K, I can, we can, we will create this ad for you, film it, put it on the air and and you're 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 in business. That is that is that normal in the ad agency? That is insane. Okay, <laughs> that is insane. It's an insane number. Insanely low in, or insanely high? Yeah, it's a, it's a red flag number. It's an insanely low number. Insanely okay. low. So I actually to do for this research, I actually called a producer a friend of mine who works in advertising because I, that I do too. So I, <laughs> I was because I, okay, I certainly
2: do not work in <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Um, (laughs) so this guy's quoting clients, $14,000. So I called a producer friend of mine and I said, Hey, let's talk about the cheapest type of advertisement you could do. Right. And that is basically, um, like a local commercial for a car dealership, right? A crazy Eddie spot where there's like the owner of the, pro- he's like, you come on Four down Jones to-
2: barbecue and foot massage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah,
0: right. <laughs> so I said, that's that to me. I mean, that that feels like the least expensive type of commercial that you can shoot and get on the air. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I knew that that figure was low. So that's the thing I did. So um, the producer, hi Mo, um is she, basically said you shoot in a lot with a small crew it's a one-day shoot maybe making three 30 second advertisements right three 30 second commercials um this eliminates you having to pay for talent or wardrobe because it's like the owner and it's his own suit and all that kind of stuff all in she quoted me about forty five thousand dollars for something like that holy shit yeah so that's with the agency making zero money like typically on a shoot like that you'd also have to pay the agency to like you know, concept it, put together a script, you know, like figure out all these, what messaging works and that kind of thing. And she's like, you know, typically something like that, you probably pay the agency $15,000 on top of that. So, right, you're in for $60,000 already, which is how you know a figure of 14,000 is just total bullshit. Because that is just the shoot, right? That's just the production. That's not even getting this thing on air and airing it, like buying airtime with this thing. So these numbers are way off. Um, so, I mean, like that, like 45 K we'll take the, we'll take the agency piece out of it. it. It's just so, it's so off. Tate says his strategy was to attract clients at a loss so he could use their names to get other clients. Right. So he can say, Hey, he wants
2: to get paid in
1: exposure <laughs> Exactly, and
0: use that and just say, Hey, listen, when he goes to company B, he can say, Hey, listen, I know this worked for company A.'" You should, you should join this. And that's smart when you're, when you're coming on board, you can operate at a loss, Um, but it's, it's a little icky. And I want to play a clip of him talking about his strategy, because I think that it also might be something else than just attracting new clients. Hang on. We were
3: robbing Peter to pay Paul. So we were getting money in. I bought a brand new car. Dan had a brand new car. We had this big fancy office. We're paying wages, but we didn't have the money. So how do you pay to put the person on TV? Well, you get a new deal. You get a new deal, you get a new deal. So you're paying for old deals with new money. But the key- I hey, bruv. <laughs> My name's Andrew Tate.
1: Does that sound familiar <sighs> at all? That's your know, think- worst meme that you do, Dalton. I swear to God, Boy, it's gonna. the worst. I hate it so much. I hate it so much.
2: <laughs> My name's Andrew Tate. <laughs> We rob Pete up to pay Paul. So, but what is that? What
1: is that? Now you sound like a fucked up uh, version of uh, what the fuck is his name? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, fuck the British. God damn it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife robbed Pete up to pay Paul.
0: Cut! Oh, <laughs> we went a long time without you trying to do an accent. Really, like we, we had a pretty good yeah, run. Return. Back, well, me. usually he does a racism instead of an accent, so <laughs> he's done both today. <laughs>
2: um, so if it this is like bullshit, fucking uh Ponzi, it's a Ponzi. It's Robin Peter to
0: PayPal. It's a Ponzi scheme, right? If it's not made up, and I don't know that it isn't just completely made up, but. It is a Ponzi scheme. He um, admits that the whole entire company blew up in about a year and a half because that's what happens to Ponzi schemes. Eventually, Mm -hmm. the bottom falls out and they go bust. So this guy, eventually the Peter
2: that you're robbing comes back.
3: And wants my fucking
0: money. Yeah. Um, so this guy's first job, first job is running a Ponzi scheme. That's this is promising. This is how this this is gonna be, like
2: like a dude, little... his fucking accent is like nails on a chalkboard. It's the yeah. like it's like you can only tell he's British when he goes to like do the T's, and he's like it sounds like an American dude until like he goes Peter and he's like oh no. <laughs> I think you just have a
0: problem with British people. Maybe I do. Yeah um but you're gonna hear him a lot just get used to it
2: uh (laughs) so
0: Around the time of this company's collapse, uh, Tate actually gets into uh, kickboxing and he turns professional. And from what I could tell, I mean, he does. He has a pretty impressive, not a long career, but a pretty impressive career. He won a bunch of titles and kickboxing. I know zero about kickboxing. So um, I just took at it, its it, it word and I saw there were, you know, championships listed with actual organizations. So I was
2: like, hey, bro, cool. so I'm going to knock my how... fucking head
1: off. How at least you and I, Austin, have never been in a street fight, and now we're going to fucking talk shit about a guy that's like a kickboxing champion. Yeah, that doesn't sound very smart of us, does it? <laughs> no, it's mostly
0: Dalton talking shit. I was, I'm okay, trying to be yeah, his hair yeah, yeah. Dalton, so. Dalton
1: will be the one that'll just, you know, yeah. eat that beating real quick. Yeah, Andrew, hey, if you listen him. to
0: this, you can go back earlier into our episodes and find, well, it's all it's your old address at this point, right? You've moved since then.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: DM in. me. I'll give you his address. <laughs>
2: um, so, <laughs> Poplar Street. <laughs> the Georgian. Come find me, Andrew. Yeah, what apartment number?
0: <laughs> he gets into kickboxing, but he also is a gambler. And he finds himself in a bunch of gambling debt, about $50,000 down. And he has got no real way to pay this. And so he comes sorry, up with kind 50, of his what? next $50,000. It's a lot of money. Um, So he... Oh, what's comes... that dollars or pounds? <sighs> uh He doesn't say. He just says 50K. <laughs>
2: You, you got to remember, mute. we're talking about the Queen's currency here. So, according to Tate, do you even know where we're at, Dalton? Yes. Andrew is in $50,000 of debt, a gambling debt.
0: <laughs> so, this is when he comes up with his next idea. And this is actually an idea that makes him a lot of money. Um, he tells this story a bunch. He had a lot of girlfriends, um, and they were all in different cities around Europe um, from when he was a kickboxer and on tour. And it's so, worldwide, at it again. So he decides, why not convince them to get into the webcam business, right? So he has them all flown in to London, where he's at. And he brings them in and sits them around the same table with him and his little brother, Tristan, who Tristan is like his business partner. You're very excited, I can tell. Like I
2: don't know what you heard about me, but you can't get a dollar out of me because I'm a motherfucking V I M P.
0: <laughs> so he brings around the table with him and his little brother um and he pitches him the idea and they are all to become webcam models and work for him
2: right this is this <laughs> is a it. fucking webcam
0: pump. yeah so i'm going to play a little bit about him telling that story
3: so but then i thought you know what i'm going to be teaching all these girls how to make as much money as they want are they really going to give me the money you know am i going to end up with the money or is this going to go bad for me? Plus. Now they need tech. I'm gonna to have to send them money to buy tech. Do I really trust the bitch to send them the money? Is she gonna work hard? Is she gonna set it up right? This might all go wrong. So the only answer is I gotta bring them all to me and I gotta be in charge. So I flew all five chicks in. None of them knew about each other, nothing. Thank you. Sat down at a nice restaurant. Me, Tristan, he flew two, I flew five, seven girls. So look, about to get rich, this is my plan. I'm gonna do this. I put a spin on it, of course. Big boss, big G, da da da, got big opportunity. This money's been invested. I've always wanted you to live with me. Now's your chance. You can leave Paris, you can leave Croatia, you can leave whatever. You come live in London with me. You're going to do this. You're going to be rich. I'm going to be rich, blah, blah, blah. Put a spin on it. You're all going to live here. Of my five girls, obviously they all kicked off. Who's this bitch? Who's this bitch? Who's this bitch? Who's this bitch? I'm like, look, you're all mine. Get over it. Talk about money now. This is a higher purpose. But you fucked her. Yeah, I, f- I fucked her. Who cares? We're talking about money. We're talking about millions. Get over it. Some of them got upset. They'll start arguing, whatever, whatever.
0: For- this is there's a lot of the misogyny that he kind of has become known for in there but that's yeah that's the, that that's was the, a... oh it gets worse man i
2: don't know if the bitch will set it up what the fuck are you talking
0: about bro? yeah he absolutely he absolutely does not trust women to to any he, and he doesn't he treats women as like tools right they're nothing more right. they're there to give him pleasure and make him money and that's it and that's like become that's like a thing for him and it's a part of the reason i think that he's so popular online unfortunately um but it's that's kind of a reality but that's the that's the there stories. is
2: nothing that straight men love more than hating women yep well, absolutely
0: <laughs> fucking absolutely
2: so now he's a webcam uh, entrepreneur
0: and he tells it that um early on it wasn't really working because he says that women are inherently lazy and the ones that worked for him, these are his girlfriends, by the way, um, didn't know what it took to get a man to part with their money. So Tate and his brother took over. They unplugged the girls' keyboards and Tate's, the Tate started interacting with the customers rather than any of the girls. Right. So now this guy thinks he's talking to this webcam model, but he's actually talking to Tate and his brother, Tristan. Um and they're the ones that are, if I
2: were talking to Andrew Tate right now, just because I know it would get under his skin, I'm like, hey man, count sound sounds kind of sus. Talking to all these dudes that are jerking off, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, so you know, like when he posed as the girls, this is and this is really the grift part of it. They would tell these guys um about like their crippling student debt, or that they had a relative who was really sick and they couldn't afford the surgery um you know anything like any sort of sad story to get these guys to send the girls a bunch of money is really what it came out he was
2: playing off their emotions rather than playing off of like their horniness i think it was
0: both i think it's a little bit a a little bit of b but he was making up stories about these girls and then they would keep notes on the on the on the customers and they would keep notes on the stories that they were telling so they could keep track of each of them
1: they were really hoping they came across a uh, buffalo uh, because I don't tip, I pay bills. Bitches call me Buffalo. It's a little Wayne lyric.
2: <laughs> I was like, what's it oh, from? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I better was going to have through. that latex because <laughs> you don't want that latex. <laughs> that oh i'm um, late text i'm probably butchered that lyric you're off you're <laughs> off you lose
1: you're fired oh, goodbye
2: God. sorry um, wheezy f baby i'll do you better next time to
1: make her dance outro music this week <laughs>
0: <laughs> so this is from an article in the daily mirror uh then this is actually tristan tate his andrew's brother he goes uh in quotes men will give all they had he said I've seen men sell cars, TVs with Chloe. This guy's grand passed away and they were willing. uh, They were waiting for the sale of the house. When the house was sold, he'd get 20,000 pounds
2: and promised it to Chloe to pay for her to pay for her fake financial problem. Dude, imagine that post not clarity whenever whenever he finishes. like, what am I doing? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's (laughs) And he said, so Tristan goes on, he goes, we had his phone number and I was only a year into the industry. I called the guy. I said, hello, my name is Tristan Tate. I know you used uh, myfreecams.com. Let me tell you, uh, Chloe works at a studio I own. Financially, she's fine. Keep your 20,000. I gave him this advice, right? So, um. The guy thanked me. He deleted his username from the site. But weeks later, the man visited another site and Tristan told staff to, quote, take him for everything he's got. Jesus Christ. Tristan said he, <laughs> he said
2: no second chances, bitch. Yeah.
0: No, he said Tristan said he, quote, runs a legitimate business. And if they abuse it, it's their problem. Um, oh,
2: my God. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is from the very same article. It says, but Tristan, Tristan Br- brazenly told the Sunday Mirror, in quotes, it's all a big scam. And he bragged that he doesn't feel any guilt because, quote, no one cares and, quote, it's their problem, not mine. That is a heartless <laughs>
1: to have.
0: Yeah. And he that said, money,
1: fuck bitches, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And then the same article, they ask him about the legality of what he's doing, right? Because he's obviously promised, you know, like he's lying to these people, right? Right. And and that it doesn't that break any sort of lines. He said... And this is in quotes, whatever this excuse is, it is a lie, Tristan said. He believes that he is beyond the reach of authorities because two, of two lines in the terms and conditions. He said, quote, one is broadcast. One is broadcasting is for entertainment purposes only. That means that a model says she has a sick dog or a sick grandma. It doesn't have to be true. The next is that all cash given to a model is made voluntary, is a, is a voluntary sign of gratitude for their time broadcasting.
2: Listen, hear me out. It's stinky behavior. It's yeah. shitty behavior, but that does sound legally binding. Oh, yeah, but also, why would you tell a newspaper that?
0: <laughs> like, yeah, that's this true. Is an interview with a, with a big newspaper in the UK. What is it? Yeah. The Sun? It's the Mirror. The I Daily told, I Mail? It at the beginning.
1: I did it at the beginning. The Mirror. <laughs> See um, how much he pays attention.
0: I know, right?
2: I am paying attention.
0: Um, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. I think if I was Andrew Tate, I'd tell Tristan to shut the fuck up and quit talking to the media. Oh, for but sure. For sure. I, just that's just me. You're fucking I don't up know. the bag, bro. Yeah, I'd be like, man, why you don't don't fuck around with that. Um, so at about this time, the Tates got into Bitcoin. Oh boy. Um, not really as an investment vehicle, more because they had a bunch of customers who wanted to remain anonymous, so they started accepting bitcoins through the sites.
1: Um, and i can't wait for us to do this it's gonna be so much fun <laughs> we know all the things not to do
2: <laughs> right i know 100 percent. now we're going to charlie i need church. you to get a significant other so we can put them out <laughs> oh, <what>
0: the <laughs> f- <laughs> where's vic vic listen
2: <laughs> he's pulling it 20
1: g's that dude was willing to give up 20 Gs. Yeah, they're. You don't I mean, think making, I'd let her do that for 20 Gs? They're making. You don't know what she can make money. on OnlyFans, man. Until you start oh, letting I'm her le- do it,
2: I'm letting her brother
1: <laughs> listen your
2: boy would would love to be spoiled yeah, we got some
0: we got some pocahontas call uh cosplay coming up in here that's racist <laughs> you'd be like poke my hauntus
1: <laughs> oh fulfilling those fantasies man colonizers <laughs> just you know
0: yeah absolutely white imperial porn <laughs> oh yeah. god that sounds like, like if a-
1: there's like butler like there's people that are in butler fetishes there's got to be people that are into like the colonizer fetishes Bother
2: fetishes are a lot weirder than you think it is because okay. i
0: was no, listening no.
1: okay great. i'm sorry no, we're not doing that They <laughs> signed up for this one
0: <laughs> so they're making money right they're making some serious fucking bangs but that's that's not enough for andrew tate andrew tate he wants to be famous right? Like all these fucking weirdos. They're like, they're not, they're not set on just being, you know, taking a bunch of money from these poor guys. Yeah. They want power. They want influence. Um, so he gets cast actually, Andrew Tate on the 17th season of big brother in the UK. (laughs) Really? Yep. Um, it didn't last very long because he got kicked off the show after the producers found a video of him beating the shit out of a woman with a belt holy shit and so what? they immediately I think he was on for five episodes and they kicked him off and was it consensual He so he said it was a joke and that the belt was like a made out of felt and, and it was a whole it was a big joke and that they only saw part of it they didn't see the end where the girl was laughing and all this other stuff and I don't know. I, I watched the clip. It's really hard to watch. Like it was, it's a very, it's, it's violent and it doesn't feel like it's a joke. And there was another video that was released of the alleged girlfriend going, yeah, it was a joke. Ha ha ha. I'm fine. But I don't I don't know. I, I, but you, you know. don't know how much money he she might've gotten paid to say that. Yeah. Or anything. I mean, like if he's as controlling as he pretends to be like, this could be, I, I don't know. There's a lot. I don't know where I sit on it. I know that watching that, I never in my head thought, "Hey, this is kind of funny if this was fake." Like it's it's not that kind of video. It's a really king thing, though. Could be, but why film it and then it gets out? And I I don't, I don't know. It's a it was a thing. It's a whole thing. He got kicked off the show. He always says that he was wrongly kicked off, and it does lend him some like some notoriety now. Like he's this bad guy who got kicked off a UK. It was censored. Right. They canceled him. Um, anyway, it you know, it's not a good video. Um, and his issues with women don't stop there. Uh, like I said earlier, he never treats women as anything other than like tools that can kind of get him what he wants. Right. Um, which is problematic, and we'll see a lot more of that. Um well, So he's got this, he rents this house, right? This big 10 bedroom house in London. And that's where he's working out of, right? He's got all the, all the model girls are living in the house with him because he has to have absolute control. He does no trust on any of these women as we've kind of established already. And then there's an incident. And as this is coming from Tate, um, one of the models threw up in the house and refused to clean it up right so he's yelling at her and he's telling her, you have to clean this up or i'm gonna kick you out you know you're out of here if you don't clean up this and she refuses to and tate's story said that he grabbed her and put her out of the house threw all her shit out you know locked the door and said go away you're done like that was it she went to the cops and said that he assaulted her uh and about six months after the, that she made those allegations andrew's house was raided by the police right and they ended up going in there they raided the place um and they think they confiscated uh, a few hundred thousand dollars worth of uh, computing equipment from the house okay and they want to see what kind of footage he's got right so far as i can tell there were no charges ever you know pressed against him and he's like this is insane why would the police raid my my apartment you know for an assault charge which that's true which also makes me think that they Probably thought something else was going on there or reports of something else going on there. I don't know. It's 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 a weird it's a weird story, um, but it's also worth mentioning because it's not the first or not the last time something like that might happen. Spoiler. Oh, okay. Um, so he's he's got this, now he's got this bad boy persona. He's like this, you know, he starts to develop his, and he calls himself the king of toxic masculinity. Like this is a name that he's given himself. And so he really oh, starts Oh man, after my own heart. Um, and so he's really like cultivating this and leaning really hard into it. And in October, 2017, the Me Too movement started up. And this is.
2: Ooh.
0: He got me too, baby, just is- like Mr. Worldwide. Well, okay. So I'm gonna read you a couple tweets that he sent out in the world because he thought oh, it Jesus was important Christ. to make his stand. Um, it, the first one says, Secondly, Harvey, talking about Harvey Weinstein, creep, obviously, but women have been exchanging sex for opportunity for a very long time. Some did this, weren't abused. Next tweet. Next point if you put yourself in a position to be raped, you must bear some responsibility. I'm not what? saying it's yeah. It, what i'm not saying it's okay you got what the
2: raped. what does that even mean
0: yeah that's the she's asking for it right
2: that and is then insane people think
0: cap, <sighs> well he's gonna cap it off because it's a trilogy um if you go out period meet a guy period take his drinks all night period go to his apartment drunk period start to kiss him then he grabs your tits not harassment Oh, he really uh doubled down on that one, didn't he? Yeah. And he got his ass a band from Twitter <laughs> as a result. Good God. That little trio. But I mean, this is this is the brand now, right? This is what you if gotta do. You
2: get raped. You must bear some response. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. That is insane. That's who we're dealing with. Good. This god guy. This is the guy. Um Never so, mind. Which, he is not a man after my own heart. No, this is about the time where it, it's the time where I'm bad, Where I'm taking a step back.
0: It's 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 about to just go up to eleven. Oh man! Um, so between the police raid and getting banned from Twitter, he decides I'm getting out of the UK. Things it's too hot here. I need to go. So he goes and he relocates his whole operation to Romania.
3: This is probably 40% of the reason I moved to Romania, because in Eastern Europe, none of this garbage flies. If you go to the police and say he raped me back in 1988, they're going to say we should have done something about it then. If you go to the police and say he raped me yesterday, they say, okay, if you've got physical evidence, or right, is there CCTV proof, where'd it happen? Okay, let's go interview him right now. And if it wasn't really right, oh, I'd say, oh, we went to the club, we got drunk, she agreed to go back to my house, we started having sex, and then we carried on having sex, and then we had sex, and she didn't say anything wrong, and then she texted me afterwards, and I didn't text back, and now she's saying I raped her. The police would be like, okay, she's an idiot, Bye.
2: Oh boy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he said, just in case you really missed it, that 40% of the reason he moved to Romania was to avoid
2: rape charges. Good God. Dude, when you have to move out of country because you love raping <laughs> that much. Yeah. Good
0: God. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you can say. I didn't write a whole bunch about hey, that. Hey, Andrew, watch like,
2: you, you move to Romania? Oh, man, I just can't stop raping.
0: It's <laughs> really, really awful. Um, I, I'm also sure that it doesn't hurt that the cost of living in Romania is like 50% of that in the UK, right? I mean, like he's got a couple million dollars. They go, they go twice as far in Romania as they would there. So lax laws. Um, he talks about a bunch about corruption too. And like he's like, everything is corrupt but I should be able to be a part of that corruption. You know, so he feels like if he goes to a more corrupt country, he can have some influence with his money, which is like a really nihilistic point of view, but that's one that he, he thinks it's kind of his worldview. Okay. Um, yeah, so he's in Romania. He tries to get into the casino business. The first problem that he runs into is that most of the casinos are run by the mob, and they don't want any part of Andrew Tate. So <laughs> <the> fucking <laughs> mods. We don't want you. He's too much attention. Like, he, he's yeah. too flashy. He's always involved with shit, and he says stuff, and he mouths off online, and it's like the mob doesn't want any part of that. I don't blame him. Right. Um, so he becomes the competition, which I think this is also like a really strange That's choice. dangerous. <laughs> right? Shh. He sets up fifteen of his own casinos near the mob-run establishments, and he he brags about this. He's like, even if I'm not making money, they're making less money because I'm next door. And I'm like, dude, you're do- gonna you be fucking swimming with the fishes if you don't stop.
2: <laughs> That's not that doesn't seem smart to me. But hi. Um- I was over here eating my mama's gravy, and I was thinking, Andrew, Andrew, you're gonna be sleeping with the fishes tonight, brother. God, God,
0: boom! Your
1: world is the mafia, like Islander people, because that sounded like you were in fucking Moana. Okay, what <laughs> the man is wrong with you? None of them make sense. This Word is like... to the
2: we're the Italian American dragon. We go sleeping with the fish
1: like brother. You realize Britta? I'm half Italian, Britta. right? Like you can't be doing that shit. Like no, what's wrong also, with you?
0: He's in fucking Romania, not Sicily. <laughs> you know,
2: like a mob went there too. <laughs> I
0: i'll <laughs> watch the godfather i know how this works yeah you got the jamaican mob over in fucking romania <laughs> <laughs> calling the shots <laughs> um <laughs> So, the, the you know, the casino thing hasn't really worked out so far because right after opening this, uh, opening his casino's COVID hit and shut him down. So he hasn't really made a lot of money off of that, but that didn't stopped him. Um, he also, since he's been in Romania, has a 10% ownership in the RXF, which is like the Romanian version of the UFC. So he's still kind of in that fight world. Dude, there.
2: listen, Eastern Europe MMA is the most batshit crazy oh, thing. Yeah that you have ever seen in your life. Oh, I have no it, doubt about that. It is fucking amazing. <laughs> it is incredible. Well maybe you should look up the RXF. Maybe you can
0: see some wild shit there.
2: Oh
1: my is God. That the I ones want... that, where they do like the the actual like they'll do a triple threat with like three fighters in yes. the cage at once and shit. And yes. A woman versus a guy and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah. There was one like where a woman was fighting like a 500 pound man. The woman won because the 500 pound man couldn't fucking move. <laughs> it <was just laughs> fucking, it's fucking batshit crazy, and I love it. Shout out to Dash if you hear this. He's going to put me on to uh, Eastern Europe MMA. <laughs> um, so COVID's here, right
0: now. We're caught up to to a couple years ago, and. He decides that he wants to become an anti-masker, right? Like this is next his of next course. little so it's just yeah, right <laughs> in <this laughs> wheelhouse. Fucking yeah. perfect. Right. Uh, Alpha punch. male,
1: no mask. You know, I want what's... you to
0: don't I'm, get I'm too, too excited, excited for the COVID. <laughs> don't get excited. <laughs> so he decides to launch this anti-mask campaign grift on the best platform you could possibly launch it on.
1: Truth
2: social.
0: No. You're going to lose your mind.
2: Of
1: course. (laughs) Of fucking course.
0: So this is his intro. All right. Andrew Tate's a good friend of mine. He's a great guy.
2: He's a world champion kickboxer. Uh, His brother's a top boxer as well. And MMA guy, kickboxer. And his dad is a former world champion chess player. Henry Andrew Tate III is American-British cruiserweight kickboxer, mixed martial artist, businessman, sports commentator, and vlogger. As a kickboxer, Tate is a three-time ISKA world champion and infusion champion born in Washington, D.C. He fought out of Lutton, England until his retirement. Tate made his return February 2020 at KO Master 7 in Bucharest, Romania. Where?
0: Yeah, I'm going to stop that early. (laughs) He was on (laughs) InfoWars.
2: Oh, Alex. Oh, Alex. (laughs)
0: He got introduced as a friend of Alex's. Now... He's been on there a few times, too. Um, I want to say this really quickly. shout-out,
2: before we go forward, shout-out Alex Jones' lawyers. For yeah. yeah. I mean, Mark here's Bankston, the, thing. the entirety of Alex Jones' cell phone.
0: Fuck <laughs> Alex Jones. I, mean, I really. will eat your ass! <laughs>
2: That's
0: about all he's got left after he. those verdicts are coming through. Take all his money. Oh, but, God. I mean, so here's the thing, right? We joke about Alex Jones on this show, but fuck that guy you know and he's he's an absolute shithead he and he platforms some of the worst people in the world and so i think that it's really fitting that andrew tate was on there not just once he's been i found three and that and man.video alex's site is really hard to search like the search function is fucking busted like i couldn't find I, I, I put in andrew tate and i didn't come any um i couldn't find any results with him and then so didn't then i put in kickboxer
1: and I think came up. Yeah, when I put in Andrew Tate, I didn't come either, Austin. Don't worry.
0: Well, we haven't got to the end of the story. You're gonna like him after all this. This is you're gonna you might even sign up for some of his courses. Um so yeah, fuck Alex Jones and fuck Andrew Tate for going on that show as your platform. Um the appearance on the show is terrible terrible this guy gets on there and thinks that he can out alex jones alex jones and he's just like angry and yelling and screaming and it's just a really terrible oh, God, like, and
2: they just feed off each other yeah well he oh, send just me this run. clip later <laughs> right now i'm gonna take a big
3: old dump on the ground and then i'm gonna throw it at you
2: <laughs> so yeah i mean so
0: it's it's a bad appearance it doesn't really work out um you know it it, it just he but but tate is like in this world now right he talks about us living in the matrix he talks about you know the new world order all that kind of stuff he's very much in this world um he is also a big trump guy and he starts closing up to a bunch of people in the alt-right checks out uh he became friends with all the boxes yeah oh my god everything this is like the murderer's row you ready for it so he nope. becomes buddies with paul joseph watson from Infowars. he um becomes buddies with the guy who's shown up on our show before jack Fasobick, who was on episode 23 about laura loomer um Ooh. he's also buddies with and you're gonna know this guy ali alexander who was oh
1: my god
0: one of the uh planners of the stop the steal event on january 6th oh ali <laughs> um yeah and in addition to all of this andrew tate also dated jordan b peterson's daughter michaela for a little bit you fucking leave me alone that's right <laughs> so this guy is in the thick of it he is in Just the weeds a with all these
2: murderer's guys row of alt-right drifters
0: yeah i now he hasn't shown up on Infowars for a couple of years and i think that part of the reason for that is because um he pivoted to islam in a big way and i know alex ain't good with that That Mm -hmm. that's not part of his his mythos he actually said Uh, oh okay
2: i'm pretty sure that he pivoted to islam for their uh historically respect of women they sure do love women
0: yeah he said it's because islam is the most masculine of all the mainstream religions (laughs) And he said that you can, you could have a shirt on that says, you know, fuck Jesus Christ and nobody will mess with you. But if you had one that said, fuck Allah, you'd probably be dead. And so that to him is like masculine energy.
2: Okay, they'll kill you, brother. Um, <laughs> he,
0: he has said in a quote, Andrew has said, I think Christianity is a joke. And that doesn't really line up well with Alex Jones's Christian nationalist worldview. All of my enemies a fan are of the...
1: what happened at the offices of Charlie Hebdo.
0: Yes. Oh, he probably would have cheered him on. Yep um so nothing happens like after this appearance like he doesn't go on to be a big anti-mass grifter it just it doesn't work out for him part of it is because the covid grift space was so crowded at the time like there's just so many people and tate doesn't have any medical credentials to kind of like lend legitimacy to his to his grift
1: but what he he does have he couldn't find him a a, a fake doctor for pay to just back up his his (laughs)
0: chiropractor (laughs) brings him in So, what he does have creds is as a professional athlete, right? And and that's legitimate, and you got to give him that. Um, So the next venture that he was was a series of fitness videos that promised to keep you in quote supreme physical condition. God um, damn it! For (laughs) two hundred forty one dollars. Uh, no, I, I I, don't know. I didn't have $240. I wouldn't pay for this. shit. Sorry,
1: I'm already on uh, Tybo. Can't can't <laughs> fuck with my Tybo <laughs> schedule. You see P-D With
2: likes. the Y and the DDP yoga. I don't really yeah, the have
1: DDP time. yoga. You yeah, know, there's so you know. many
2: of
0: these. There's a ton of them. So, yeah, $241. Um, it didn't seem like that was that stuck for very long either, so he pivots again. Um, and that's kind of a thing that he does. He goes into a business, if it doesn't work, he quickly bails and jumps into something else, so which he's like, is well,
2: that's fine as a British, fine as a bit I more said, a British strategy, you <laughs> <laughs> fine as a business strategy,
0: but it's like, but he also could, it's just like going from one to the next of like weird, questionable things, right? Like, there's never right. There's never a moment where you're. It's just I don't know. It's like one kind of scammy thing to the other. This next thing is also pretty scammy. Uh, he develops this thing called his PhD program, and we're going to go
2: line by line.
0: Yeah, it's it doesn't stand for what you think it does, or it resemble what you think it is. So I'm going to read you from the website some of the the, the description of this. My name is Andrew Tate. I'm a retired four-time world champion kickboxer who is now a multimillionaire, and I'm the most competent person on the entire planet to teach you about male-female interactions. How did I become rich? Webcam.
2: (laughs) So he's on some like hookup artist type shit.
0: Oh, yeah. Next line is, all caps, why am I an expert on all male-female interactions? I've been running a webcam studio for nearly a decade. I've had over 75 girls who work for me, and my business model is different than 99% of webcam studio owners. Over 50% of my employees were actually my girlfriend at the time, and all of, of all my girlfriends, none were in the adult entertainment industry before they met me. So he's
1: pimping them out, is what it so sounds like to me. I,
2: the reason you I learned so much about women is because I'm a sex trafficker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know how I made my millions? <laughs>
0: Wings!
3: Oh, God. <laughs> World Championship Wings! Woo! World Championship Wings! <laughs> Woo! Wings! God. It's too
1: it's much flair. All that money. Uh, um, I don't
2: know what you heard about me, but a bitch can't get a dollar out of me. No Cadillac, <laughs> no perms, you can't see that I'm a motherfucking (laughs) PIMP. So
0: I'm going to keep reading from the site because it just gets more and more fun. Um, All caps again. My job was to get women to fall in love with me. And they said, literally, that was my job. My job was to meet a girl, go on a few dates, sleep with her, test if she's quality, get her to fall in love with me. What? Yep. (laughs) Oh, my God. To where she do anything I say and then get her on webcam. So we become rich together. Whether you agree or disagree with what I did with their loyalty, submission, and love for me doesn't matter. You cannot reject the results, and the results are simple. My girlfriends would do more for me than 99.9% of men's wives would do for them.
2: Jesus Christ, this
0: is a sales pitch, by the way, I'm just telling you that like this, this is to attract people to sign up for and and take this class or or buy this video,
2: dude, this class has got to be like the worst of the worst,
0: so (laughs) sort of disturbing and this is an audio medium, so I'm just going to describe it. On the site, like in the middle of the sales pitch, he has a picture and it's presumably three different women because he has three women with his name tattooed on different parts of their body. And I assume it's three different women because it's on three different parts of your body. So one has his name tattooed on the back of her neck. One has it on her side, like on her rib cage, and one has it on her forearm.
2: He's branding them. Yeah. That's fucking nuts.
0: So you keep, we keep going. Um, first thing, keeping four girlfriends all happy is hard work and leaves you with very little time. So you learn how to streamline getting then, new, good girl girlfriends. Brother has
2: problem keeping people one happy. That's
0: no, true. Um, <laughs> all women are not created equal. This is how I came up with what is now the PhD system. I learned the most time efficient way to meet girls, get them through the dating process, get them to bed, test if they're a good girl or not, and begin the process of them falling deeper and deeper in love. This that is my skill. It's gross, this right? Is gross. To extremely efficiency efficiently, sorry, uh, get women in love with me. That's it. And no one else on the internet is teaching this. No one. What's this PhD in pimping? It's just he just calls it the PhD. It's just it's been... <laughs> uh, And if that's not infuriating enough, here's the part that really got me. Um, do you have a girl who completely trusts your decisions, will do anything you say, and loves you deeply? Yes or no. no?
1: <laughs> I don't blame her one fucking bit though.
0: <laughs> um, if your answer is yes, I guarantee 90% of you are lying to yourselves. Read the question again, understand what I meant when I say anything, and ask yourselves if you've ever tested your belief. If your answer is no, you're missing out on one of life's great pleasures doesn't matter your age you should have a loving girlfriend if you're too busy to get one good the phd system was made for you if you're happy touching your own dick this power is not for you
2: Um, brother i am happy it's quick it's efficient so read
0: me more (laughs) <laughs> I'll send you the link and put it in. I'm going to attach it to the chat. Thanks. I appreciate that. Thanks. Um, <laughs> well, and because in his videos, this is what he promises. He's going to promise his customers uh, that he will teach them how to text women, how to build your social media profile to pick up women, best first dates to bring women on, best follow-up dates, uh, ways to test if, to see if a woman is, quote, high quality, um, his opening lines, and how that to get means a woman what in what I
2: think it means, Right.
0: <laughs> that he's sleeping with them yes and then determining if they were good at bed or not yeah but also like you just commodifying women like you're like Oof. this is a product for me to sample like a fucking you know
2: God, this wine fucking treating tasting. women like a goddamn costco it's crazy so you can get all of this life-changing
0: advice for the modest price of 415 dollars
2: 415 dollars yep brother listen i ain't never been down bad enough to yeah. pay 415 dollars for some coochie I honestly think he overpriced
0: the product and I think it didn't take off. I think... Does he accept si- PayPal? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Doge works. you got enough of that? <laughs> what would you need? Like 16 million Doge, right. <laughs> Doge to get $415. <laughs> right. um, so it, I, don't, I don't sense that this really worked out because he seemed to move on. And I think that the young men that he was trying to cater to don't have this kind of money right they they don't have four and fifteen dollars sitting around
2: that feels like a really bad men that have this much money are not worried about picking up women yeah
0: right right so he's yeah he just he pivots and he moves on again now he's a millionaire looking at you vince mcmahon
2: (laughs) right right (laughs) no (laughs) chance
0: um so Tate's a millionaire, right? I mean, that's not in dispute. Like he's not; it's not like he's a fake millionaire. He really does have money. He's made money, um but he should be able to make people money. If uh, uh, you know, make m- money for other people, right? That's his whole thing. He's now like, I'm a millionaire. Let me help make you a millionaire. This is the next pivot. This is the next, and we're getting caught up to where he kind of is currently. Um, It's what I call this section is capitalism meets the manosphere. Hustlers University 2.0 is the name of his program. And I also subtitled it Rich Dad, Poor Incel, because that is very much what he's talking about here and who he's catering to. I don't believe
1: Uh, the uh, Illuminati are going to let him um, make more millionaires. That's not how that works
0: right exactly and actually the
2: goddamn deep state
0: it's this it, the real the whole thing is like this was a macho approach to capitalism right um you don't make money you take money that's their big thing right they don't talk about making money they make, they're like we're gonna take money from this guy we're taking money from this guy we're gonna take money from this guy don't let people take money from you like they get it this is this whole thing and i'll play it's like the
2: minute. guy uh, at my job that keeps telling me to let my money make money like brother yeah. that's I mean yeah. money to make money.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: That guy yeah. is
1: a crack dealer on the side, Dalton. Do not listen to him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he keeps telling me like, Oh, in five years, in five years, I'll be out of this place. I'll be having real estate. I'll be owning real estate. How much money you pay for your apartment? How many apartments are they? Your landlord's fucking you. You need to be a landlord. I was like, No, I don't want to be my landlord.
1: <laughs> dude, no. dude is is on that fucking train to get in fucking 25 years in fucking federal prison for or losing game. all his money in an MLM. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: That's right. He keeps telling me all these motivational speakers he's listening to. I'm like, brother, I don't dude, want to no part
0: I of gar- that. I fucking guarantee you, if you went in there and started about talking about Andrew Tate, he'd know exactly who you're talking about. He'd be I like, I thought do you know
2: the course of this
0: podcast. Oh, yeah. About no, him. he definitely, th- this guy's like, I, I texted my little brother, who's more like the target audience for this kind of thing. And he's like, dude, he's lit. Tell- I, I have the text right here. Um, he said, yeah, he's, I said, you know who Andrew Tate is? He goes, of course, his content is like the plague. (laughs) So it's all (laughs) over TikTok. It's everywhere. But anyway, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. So, um, this program, I'm going to call it HU2. It's just a shorthand. So HU2 doesn't actually teach you how to build a proper business, right? It, is more about finding a way to like exploit a market. You know, you're kind of like operating in the margins. Um, And I wanna just give you an idea of kind of his, one of his, like his approach to making money because I think it's illuminating.
3: Every time you spend money, even if it's a pound, write down how they got it from you. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, all right, cool. You're walking down the street, you're going to Starbucks, you buy a coffee. Why did they take your money? Well, I wanted coffee. Yeah, but how? Okay, you wanted coffee, right? Cool. Did you only want a coffee because you saw Starbucks or did you want a coffee beforehand? Why did you want their coffee and not another coffee? Did you buy a cake as well? Why did you buy a cake? All right, cool. So now you identified how they took your money. Then realize how they could have took more of your money. You bought a cake, but you didn't buy a sandwich. Why? The sandwiches weren't on display. Or they looked cold or they looked rubbish. Or the woman who was serving me was old and ugly. Maybe she was a young cutie and talked to me about bologna sandwiches or would have bought one.
0: Yeah. So... It's this like really aggressive, like you need to go out there and take money from other people. And that's very much his approach. And it's it's not it's just there's a there's a limit to that. Right. And we'll get into like some of the, the courses that they teach here and you'll see kind of where my argument is is going. Um, it's, it's very much like everybody else is doing it. You should get on the action. Um, and you can make money this way. Some of the ways that they talk about, but it's not right. going to make you a millionaire. Like no, nobody on the Forbes top one hundred list does any of the any of the jobs right. that he starts to talk right. about.
2: The <laughs> same guy at my job that talked about oh we're gonna let your money make money. I tried to explain to him like brother, the pulling yourself up by your bootstraps thing. That's a fucking myth. Like, that's not fucking real. He's like, dude, it is real. If you work hard enough, you can have all these things. I was like, brother, the things that you see are not attainable because the people that are in these positions had money beforehand. They had generational wealth. And you do not have that.
1: Nope. With a small loan from daddy of a million dollars, you can right. have those things. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jeff
0: Bezos started Amazon with a loan from his dad for three hundred thousand dollars. I don't yeah. have a dad that could give me a loan for three thousand dollars. Right, like, exactly. Come on, man, you're not even you're not even playing the same sport. I am. It's 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 unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Um. We're playing wiffle ball. I'll give baseball, everybody
1: a million dollars and let's see what they come up with, and uh, maybe you might be to something then. But come yep.
0: on. So uh, mostly. H-U-2 is about, you know, he, he's he got this program that he says will teach primarily young men um, to become wealthy. You just have to follow his teachings as well as a few millionaire experts handpicked to reveal their success secrets. And honestly, it's probably easier if I just read you from the website. Again, this is this is what he puts on his own <laughs> website to sell this service. He says, can you make money today? Question mark. No no job, but still money arriving into your bank account. Yes or no. He likes that yes or no thing. Welcome to Hustlers University 2.0. This is a community where you will have access to stock analysis, option plays, crypto analysis, DeFi, e commerce, copywriting, freelancing, flipping, financial planning, business management, and more.
2: He likes that yes or no because people like him like to view the world in black and white, but the world does not operate that way. This is the major area hold on, there's gray area in everything that operates in the world. Not at, There's nothing that is black and white. right? And when you have this binary sort of thinking, then you can like get people to sway to your influence. Like, oh yeah, I said yes to this question. I said yes to this question. Because there's no fucking mateys allowed. You don't have the choice to go off into this road or go off into this path. He doesn't give you that option. So this is, I'm going to keep reading from the
0: description on the website so he says every professor is verified by me personally each one of them is making anywhere from ten thousand to five hundred thousand dollars a month in their select field (laughs) this sounds like a very accredited institution absolutely he said so he goes i choose field that anyone anywhere can do now to get rich no bullshit no fluff just hard-hitting lessons and making money no
2: bullshit no fluff
0: Full resources, full lesson plans, everything you need to get rich. And it all starts with you making your first money today. And it's $49 to enroll today. Okay. You have no more excuses. I just took them all away. Buckle up. It's time to get rich. Welcome to Hustlers University 2.0.
1: Uh. <laughs> Signing up right now.
0: Um. Yeah. So, you know, he's going to teach you how to get rich quick. Never a problem,
1: huh? see Um, pores on the flip side yeah right (laughs) (laughs) don't forget about the little guys man (laughs) he get rich
0: quick scheme is what this guy's selling you basically always works out yeah Yeah. always works out never a problem if ever you see get rich quick you go absolutely that's the way for me that's how i'm gonna get rich (laughs) way man that's that's how (laughs) everybody did it right yeah exactly um and you know you guys brought this up earlier you know and i didn't really address it because it was i knew it was coming later but you know why is he doing this, right? Like, is he really that generous that he's going to make all these millionaires and he's going to be the guy that like has this army of followers who are all millionaires? Like, why not hoard this knowledge for himself, right? Knowledge.
2: Well, <laughs> he, he addresses that. We're going to watch real quick the way that he does. Every time this motherfucker comes up, he has the goofiest looking fucking look on his face. He looks like the naked mole rat from Kim Possible and just you can't not see it it's incredible charlie you know what Kim Possible is right
1: yes i okay. still think he looks like ricochet and it just makes me fucking laugh hysterically that ricochet <laughs> models his look after this guy it's Dude, so funny
2: those ears can fucking get
3: direct tv that shit is crazy bro people proves yep. it's not a scam yeah the reason i started it is very very simple i think that I mean, I don't want to sit here and pretend I'm a philanthropist because I'm not. Obviously, I benefit from having this university. It's a very valuable company. It makes a lot of money, right? So why wouldn't I want to run one? But also, it doesn't detriment me. I don't think that some rich people, maybe they believe that there's not much money in the world and they don't want other people to be rich. I completely see it the other way. I see it that there is so much money everywhere and even I can't get it all. So I want as many people around me as possible to be rich because now I'm at least around more money. If I if I send a message inside of H.U. and said, I want to raise one hundred million dollars amongst my students themselves, I can do it. Mm. I've got my own venture capital firm now. I was like, boom, all right, hundred million. Let's buy a yacht.
2: Yeah. Okay, we are in the wrong market, brother. That video had one million seven hundred (laughs) thousand views. Yep. Yep yep oh. this this
0: space is fucking huge man it's Good it's huge it's like bro entrepreneurs you know he's it's just...
2: building this fucking investment banking firm <laughs>
0: is what well he's doing. no he's bilking his users this is what he's doing right um you know basically what this comes speaking down to speaking
2: is... of milking your users If you want to be milked by us, you can join online right now at patreon.com slash if you catch my grift to get all sorts of bonus content and exclusive discord that you can join right now at patreon.com slash if you catch my grift.
0: Yeah, so you had no idea what I was about to say. And you just threw that in there because I was going to talk and say that basically your $50 a month that you can pay to Andrew goes to give you access to a special discord community.
2: That you can right now at a tenth of the price. At for a ten- five dollars. You did math. <laughs> five dollars a month. You can join the if you catch my grift Discord over at patreon.com slash if you catch my grift.
0: There's a yeah, access to Discord. It's a bunch of channels and they're all set up based Patreon. on the, the market. Okay,
2: kidding, kidding, kidding,
0: kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> and so he there's also a bunch of videos that Tate hosts right and it's um
2: so him... what they talk about in that Discord, just like raping bitches or nah, what?
0: They talk about like how much money they're making they brag to each other about how much they made this month <laughs> good um, god
2: it's, well, it's, it's, it's it's young men it's it's just a big men. circle jerk it is
0: it's it's oh, really god. kind of a gross young man <laughs> um oh god i made so much money this
2: month oh god
0: <laughs> so <laughs> there's um on on hu2 there's a series of like it's over 90 of them now uh lessons from Tate himself right and we're gonna we're gonna dig into a couple of these because I thought they were Ooh. funny um I yeah it's it's so basically it's Tate sitting in front of a whiteboard talking about like what practices you should be doing to be successful at business. Right? So we're going to take a little listen to an example of his business acumen that he shares with people for $50 a month. You guys ready? (laughs) Yeah.
3: If I had to start a makeup brand, I would do none of this. Zero. Do you know what I'd do? I'd make a website with makeup on it and prices and I'd start advertising. Bang. Now I'm making money. I'm making money. I'm getting orders. I don't have any makeup, I don't have a warehouse, I ain't got a logo, I ain't got, well, I ain't got a trademark logo, I ain't got nothing, but I'm making money. With money you can fix the problems. So when I've got money in my bank, then I email everyone, the product you've ordered, the one you're interested in is in such high demand that we're sold out. There'll be a slight delay in delivery of your product, but don't worry, we're gonna give you one for free. Or we're gonna give you a free gift, thanks for being a valued customer. Now this person's going to wait. They're like, free gift? Okay, I'll chill. I'll wait. Now you have three or four weeks to find some fucking makeup to put in the fucking mail. But at least you got money. You got money in the bank. You spent none of your own money or hardly any. You got money coming in. And now you got to find a way to fulfill the orders. That goes back to business lesson number one, speed. Now you got to quickly find some makeup, find a logo, stick it on, put it in the fucking mail.
2: He's given step-by-step directions for a Ponzi scheme. Well, for fraud, potentially, yes. Like, Holy fuck. That sounds brother, like a, that's theft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like a really good idea if you've never actually started a
1: business or don't understand how Holy business works. Shit. Alton, uh, you're gonna do that for our next shirt, right? <laughs> I ain't trying to end up like Tiger Driver, brother.
0: <laughs> uh, so I mean Okay. Right. If you were, had no idea how business works. And then somebody said that that maybe sounds reasonable, but like, You're selling a product that you don't have. That's a massive problem. Like what happens if there's a shortage? What happens? Like what if it doesn't, it's not going to look like what the picture you put on your website, right? Supply chain management is a a total fucking beast that no one thought about until COVID hit. And then you couldn't get anything. Like there's a million things that could go wrong. So, right. So you're making money, but you're not going to get, if you can't get this product, you got to refund it or you have to steal it like that's it that's not this is not how it works but you made money
1: so that's all that matters that's
0: all that matters and that's his like mentality i mean this is this is the guy that's now teaching you how to become a businessman teaching you about a makeup company that he's never fucking done like he's this is not how he made money
2: (laughs) like i am floored that is insane yep 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 that is that would um, never fucking fly in anything. Dal- Dalton but like, is correct. rock
1: hard right now with that idea. <laughs> no, just- I'm not.
2: <laughs> because that would never fucking fly anywhere but those right wing circles, right? Because if you do that, the, in the fucking community that we're in, goddamn fucking Twitter will be blowing up. Don't buy shit from If You Catch My Griff because you're not going to fucking
1: get it. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, but you already got a how many people's money, so then you just move on to yeah, something you got else. Money. That's all cares. Yeah. That's all it that
0: matters.
2: Not to give up how uh, our shirts sold, but I don't think there's anything I can do with <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yeah, it's because you didn't buy advertising. That's that's
0: the trick. That's there. the problem. That's buy the, the advertising. problem. I didn't buy right. advertising. Um, so I, I want to play another clip from that same, it's actually from a different lessons from lesson number one. This is the first thing that you encounter when you go into Tate's content that he's going to show. And he talks about how speed is the most important aspect to business, right? You have to Sorry, get off the ground to. very fast and, and, and speed. Speed is cru- crucial. And I thought this line is funny, but it's also kind of telling. Um, and I don't know if you're ready for this, but we're going to do it anyway.
3: Probably not. <laughs> People say to me all the time, I have a business idea. I'll say, okay, cool. A week later, I'll say, how's your business? They go, what business? You have an idea and it's been a week. Where's your fucking company? Where's your business? It's been a week, you ain't done shit. People are lazy, people are slow, people are complacent, including you. Everything must happen instantly, quickly, fast, speed, attack. Hitler conquered Europe with blitzkrieg. What? You need to go quickly. (laughs) What?
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Hitler did what?
0: That's seven minutes and 24 seconds into his first lesson. <laughs> Jesus he Christ! dropped a Hitler reference. Holy you could shit. have got Drake.
2: <laughs> oh, God.
0: You could have used, there's so many other examples of speed that you could have used, but you went Holy to Hitler. Shit.
2: Yeah. Hitler's the first fucking person you think about when it comes to speed. Right. Right. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> yep.
0: So, using
1: it or the quickness? I'm confused. <laughs>
0: <sighs> so yeah, that's it. Um, so I want to talk about some of the areas that you can make money with using Hu2. Right? So there's specific ones. Um, you can teach you. It'll, it'll teach you how to make money using fulfillment by Amazon. Right. So uh-huh. you start selling your products through Amazon. If you want to sell your soul to the fucking devil. What? Well, but also. <laughs> I don't, if you've paid attention at all, Amazon's whole thing is that they take all their sales data. And if you are selling a product that they don't sell, and it's selling really well. They know that, right? And so that what they'll do is they'll just start manufacturing the same product for less money and they put you out of business. This has been happening a bunch. Amazon's, In, Amazon's choice, brother. Yeah, exactly. The Amazon's branded stuff. And sometimes it doesn't, you don't even know that it's Amazon's brand because they have like a million different brand names that they use to manufacture shit. So that's not a great idea. You're not going to make a million dollars because once you start making that kind of money, Amazon is going to fucking cut you off. Like you're, you're done. You're out of business um he also talked speaking of
2: amazon let me give y'all the plug real quick if you want a cheap roomba amazon sells refurbished roombas for like 90 dollars. so if you want a cheap roomba go ahead and go to fucking look up refurbished roombas you should get amazon. like an affiliate link and then do that dude
1: yeah dude should so get a cut <laughs> really of the fucking should. money at the end of the the month <laughs> yeah
0: um He talks about e-commerce, which is really broad. I don't even know what to do with that. Uh, He talks about investing in crypto, which that was was such a good idea. We covered that. (laughs) Yeah. Checked archive. (laughs) Um, He also talks about stocks. And again, this is the guy. This is like the people that he's talking to are a bunch of the GameStop investor people that they saw a few people make some money. To the moon, to the moon, diamond hands.
2: Um, Although I wish I would have took that advice when it came to AMC. (laughs) bought in at a dollar they're like what 20 bucks right now everything's
0: in the shitter right now um (laughs) it's like the few stocks that i have and they're not many i just went and play around with it and it's like it's half of what i put in. it's crazy anyway he talks about freelancing and i'm gonna tell you what freelance is a fucking hustle you work your ass off to be a good freelancer at anything that you do um and then he also puts in copywriting so you're writing advertising copy more or less and let me just tell you how much money or how much copywriting you have to do to make a million dollars. Like it's insane. I mean, Hey, like, can you name me a multimillionaire copywriter? No, no. Cause there's probably not one that I can think of one. um, I can
2: tell you. (laughs) Charlie (laughs) bleep that. (laughs)
0: Take take that out. Um, So the the stuff that he's talking about, yes, you can make money, right? But you're not going to make a fortune. You're not going to make multi-millions. And that's how he advertises his platform is that you can become a millionaire if you follow my, you know, my program. Some of his defenders, and there are a lot, are like, well, it's just to make a little extra income. And I'm like, no it's not though that's not how he advertises it he advertises right. this is that you're going to make a lot of fucking money right away so it, it, they, they you know like, they're in this system and they sort of have to rationalize why they're giving this guy $50 a month they're like it's well I'm a making a fallacy it is it's 100% that
1: um, But you know what you don't have to rationalize when you give us $5 a month
2: at patreon.com slash your feed cash for grift
1: because you get all kinds of awesome exclusive content
2: like dog tales uh fucking that that's it
1: (laughs) Uh, and austin's new show that'll be coming very very soon since we i literally just edited it last night
2: trick dalton or something like that so i
0: was gonna play a clip that is tate literally advertising that he can make you a bunch of money on his program because you know that's that's the promise that's what he talks about and even though some of the the users of his program are like well no it's not exactly like that yes it is this is exactly what he talks about (laughs)
3: people pitch me as dumb. Hey, I was thinking we could build houses and make money off building the houses. So if you invest the money to build the houses, then we'll be rich. I could just do it myself. You think I don't know people? You think I couldn't make a phone call and say, look, here's 10M, build a bunch of houses. There is a white path you must walk. You want to reach the master, you join HU. You follow the procedure, you get rich, you make some money, you join the war room. Once you're in the war room, you begin to walk the white path. And if you get far enough up the white, white path, you will one day be sitting at a table with me. Then you can talk to me. And hopefully by the time you've gotten there, you've learned enough on the way to no longer talk shit.
2: Austin, you have ruined your TikTok algorithm.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I had it in a, I was doing the research in an incognito, but I don't have an account. I'm not logged in there. But yeah. So other lessons that he teaches you are about cutting corners and extracting free labor uh, to make you make yourself money. So he's not above any of that stuff. Um, to that i it would sounds just say like
2: he's not above pretty much anything <laughs> no
0: no and i mean i i would counter all of this too i mean people that are gonna that listen to this if they're fans of his are gonna say oh they're just jealous of all he's got but i i'm just gonna say go learn a fucking trade right go like go same make guy something.
2: same guy at work the other day right i was talking about how i should get paid more money because i should get paid more money because that just came, like, telling us in the last plant meeting about record profits. Oh, we're the top plant in the company. Oh, all this and all that. And I was bitching about, I should be making more money if we're the top plant in the company, right? Well, he was like, oh, why do you think you should be making more money? I was like, brother, the fucking CEO of this company, who is also the head of one of the brothers, right? But, <laughs> but he's not taking a fucking salary cut. Why should I take a salary cut? It's like, oh, it's not like you're just jealous. Brother, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you fucking sucking yeah. the CEO's dick? Like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, bro. No, no, it's 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 wild. Um the the fucking hoops that people will jump through to make excuses for these millionaire fucks, it's crazy. Well, you,
0: And you know what's funny is that you were talking about the guy at work. The next line I have written down, I said this late stage capitalistic, quote, make money from nothing is really fucking bad advice. And it gets thrown around a lot. You yeah. Know? It's not. It's Let like, your
1: money make money, brother. Make make what the
0: fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, these are, these are people that absolutely contribute nothing to the world. Really. Right you know, right. like none of them. It's just like, you're not, you're talking we're not, about we're not making talking money about.
2: at the expense of other people.
0: Well, yeah. But you're also just, you're not talking about like a, a a guy like Steve jobs comes along once in a lifetime. Right. Is like a truly a visionary person who,
2: <sighs>
0: but he, you know, <laughs> you could, yeah, you could say it, but I mean, he had a vision, right. And he, he, people that worked for him helped him to make that vision a reality. But I mean, like, I can't think of another entrepreneur like him or another person in business that was in that sort of realm. Right. Can you I mean, he was the story of like, I started working in my garage that every fucking tech entrepreneur ripped off like they all (laughs) wanted to do it. Even Bill Gates did it. I mean, like he was a rich boy and his dad was this prominent attorney. And then he intentionally put his office in a garage so he could say, oh, yeah, I started up in a garage. Jeff Bezos did the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's it's the myth building shit. But it's like that started because there was someone that actually did that. Can anyway. I
2: tell you about uh, that pecan farm that's behind my grandparents' house? No. Nope. Bill Gates owns it. Oh, he's he buying a it. bunch of farmland. Yeah, dude. Like, uh, it's a big fucking pecan orchard. It used to be a sod farm, but now it's a pecan orchard, and Bill Gates runs it. And they plant pecan trees, and I go steal pecans from time to time.
0: <laughs> I just, you just got to wonder why he's buying so much farmland. Like, I feel like that's kind of scary.
2: The collapse is coming.
0: I know. It's coming soon. It is. <laughs> It is. Um, it's
2: a really bad time to have children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. All right. So we talk about all that shit, right? Go make something. Don't. Don't. Don't do this. But he's gonna do it, and he's. But and I honestly, I can't blame him because he's making a shitload of money on this program, and I don't know if you're ready for the numbers, Dalton. I think it's gonna really piss you off. Um. So he's got about a hundred and one thousand monthly subscribers.
2: Jesus. A hundred and one thousand dollars believe a hundred and one thousand people believe this shit. Yep, he's making five million dollars a month on this a service.
0: Month. He's making sixty-six million dollars a year all fucking profit. This is I a cash I cow.
1: Don't, I don't know what to say.
2: <laughs> but, um,
1: this is a shame on 60- you. Shame on you users for not getting us more users so we could live this dream. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) So, um, he's got a, you know, basically he's got a
0: $66 million income from a discord channel. And I Uh, thought,
2: Oh, being Jedi's is not profitable. We gotta be the Sith. (laughs) <laughs> Gotta be the Sith.
0: Well, in a in a very Sith move too. um He has a rule that if anyone unsubscribes from the service, they're immediately banned from ever joining again. So what? If you have a tough month, he doesn't care. If you leave and you can't pay for the fifty dollars, you're out forever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's he what doesn't understand to how he could
1: join under a different
0: username. And with a I, fake ID? <laughs> I think he just I think there's ways to get around it. Shit, I found his content online for free. It's definitely not the tightest ship and the you know the most waterproof. Yeah, ship. but
2: that like to his to his base, right? To his user base. that's another sunk cost fallacy thing, right? You've already sunk, let's say, like four or five hundred dollars into this program. You have a tenth month, you can't afford rent, you're gonna fucking choose this thing over the rent because you can yeah. be late for the rent, but right. you can't be late for this Discord channel.
0: Yep yep it's it's brilliant actually um in the worst way possible yeah (laughs) um he and tate himself is a a fucking content machine like he cranks this stuff out he cranks out hot takes he's he's a brilliant fucking marketer and i will give him a lot of credit for that like this guy understands how the internet works he understands how to get his name out there um he is He's a, he's an influencer, right? First and foremost, I think we can agree that that's kind of the primary thing that he does. Um, but he his clips are all over the Internet, um, especially in over TikTok. And I just want
2: you to hear him talk about kind of his business model. Uh, he, he doesn't even listen, brother, Siri can hear this. I don't want you to ruin my TikTok algorithm.
3: I believe we live in an attention economy now. I believe that the economy we live in is based on attention. If you can find a way for people to pay attention to you, you will be rich. Look at Jake Paul. He didn't have to learn how to box very good. He already had attention. He's turned it into money. Rihanna can launch a perfume tomorrow. It can smell terrible. It will still make money. Why? Because it's Rihanna. You need to find a way to make people be interested in who you are as an individual and listen to what you say. And social media is obviously very, very important for that because that attention can be garnered and can be leveraged for financial gain and for influence.
2: Number one, you pronounce Rihanna's name right because she is a fucking goddess. Number two, (laughs) he's right. (laughs) He's right. right. He's
0: right. He's right. And he, I mean, as of this... Recording. He is the most googled human being on earth.
2: <laughs> Are you shitting me?
0: Yeah, he's just not our demographic. He's getting young young people. He is fucking uh, everywhere. And I now that we've done young this young people, no, you're not. You're not young <laughs> enough for this. And now that you know who he is, you're gonna oh, see him this everywhere. This is a
1: disease.
2: This is a fucking disease. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. So he, you know, he's an internet persona, and he's willing to say whatever. He thinks his audience wants to hear. And I said, it's a he's really catering to like a generation of fatherless boys, is what it really feels like that they've got this hyper masculine man in their life now.
2: Um, so he, I am a mascot for toxic masculinity, but not this brand. Like, I have like the wholesome brand of toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're
0: now going to feel like you can get away with a whole lot more after hearing what this guy's pulled off. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so. Tate encourages his followers to share his content through uh, an HU2 affiliate program. Um, The goal for his followers are to get as many people to use their affiliate link to sign up for HU2. When they do that, they get 10% of the first month's subscription um, or $5, and you only get it once. It's not like it's even recurring. $5, thanks a lot. Yeah, if you can sign up an account, create an account, and if you search... Don't do it on your main account. If you search Andrew Tate on TikTok, there are like 4 million fucking accounts that are like plays on his name. And they're like, you know, like fake accounts that just post his content. And then they all have a little affiliate link so they can make five bucks if they sign someone up.
2: Thanks for the fucking Wendy's biggie bag. Appreciate it. Five bucks. That's it. That's all you get. He gets 45, you get $5.
0: and, And it's only one time going for after that, he gets the whole 50 going forward. Does that sound familiar at all? Like where you go out and you convince people to... To sign up for something and they get an incentive from it? Uh, it sounds like my job. Well, you also get like a... an MLM is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's more or less. It's like the more people you get underneath you funneling money up, it looks like a pyramid. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> um, something happened though recently. They they actually suspended the, the um, affiliate program. I'm not sure if there was some regulatory people kind of sniffing around. I don't know what happened, but um, even – before they suspended it he had 33,000 people that had signed up as affiliates so he's got 33,000 people out there sharing these fucking links through TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and and they're just they're the the accounts are everywhere and i think that's where my little brother was like it's the fucking plague because it is like they're everywhere um so um he's on a media blitz right now he was in a debate with Hassan Piker. He did not do well. He eventually kicked Hassan off the line because Hassan when, was the like,
2: Twitch Hassan.
0: Yeah, the Twitch Hassan. Okay. So there's a debate out there with him. He uh has been on multiple times the Fresh and Fit podcast, which is like a big podcast in the manosphere. They love him. He's like perfect for that show. And he's even been a guest on Tom Segura's uh
2: podcast. And oh no,
0: yeah,
2: one cave. No, the other one he does with his wife. Okay, yeah, two bears, one cave is good. It's really good. I really like Bert. Bert's my fucking boy. So Tom thought that
0: Tate was the funniest person he'd ever met. Like, if you see this, and I watched a little bit of it, I'll Todd tom does is just die like he's belly belly laughing at all those things that tate says and he's treating him like a lot of people do as like this fucking character right he's this guy he's got this persona there's no way anybody can be like this for real um i don't think he knows exactly uh, like who he's talking to or this guy's history because i think you he, he would treat so him he, a little is differently. He laughing at him I think he's laughing with him you know because i think like like tate is kind of like he chuckles a little bit he breaks his character a little bit on the show. Um, but I think that that's really dangerous. Like, even though, even if you thought it was just a character, like to, to platform somebody like that is, I don't know, I find it problematic. Um, but I'm not convinced that he's a character. Right. And, and we've talked about the history, but let's talk about like what's going on right now. Um, on April 11th this year, his home in Bucharest. So now he's in Romania was raided by the police sound familiar again (laughs) again um this is from an article in the daily Beast by will sommer who is a very good uh journalist and I, i like his work he's done a bunch of stuff about q um so this is kind of his beat he goes in a statement provided to the daily beast romania's directorate for investigating organized crime and terrorism said that the raid on the tate's house was part of an investigation that began after a woman was reported to be held at the house against her will As the probe continued, it escalated to include crimes of human trafficking and rape. Uh, On Tuesday, April 27th, again of this year, a spokesperson for the Romanian Policy Agency added that no one has been charged or arrested yet in the case, but that the investigation is ongoing. Video from the raid showed police officers armed with rifles milling around the Tate sports cars with a neon Tate logo on a wall in the background. Another video shows Tate and his brother being shoved into vans by police officers before being driven away from their homes. Just a, Romanian- a raper
2: that can't stop raping. Or trafficking.
0: Um, yeah. I think that's probably more likely. Uh, a Romanian newspaper reported that the raid was sparked over reports that an American woman was being held captive at the Tate house. Police Jesus found both- Christ. <laughs> yeah. That both uh, the American and a Romanian woman were in the building during the raid, according to the report. In a statement on the raid to the Daily Beast, a U.S. State Department spokesperson alluded to a reported abduction of an American citizen, but declined to comment further.
2: That is fucking abysmal.
0: (laughs) It's horrible. It's horrible. And, you know, the fucked up thing is that there was a Romanian reporter, a female reporter who said you know i'm glad that they found this woman but had she been romanian and not american there would have never been a raid it, it, and that's a really fucked up thing and like had eastern it, europe
2: i mean I'm, I'm not this isn't me being on like some like me joking around in eastern europe women are not treated as good as women are treated like in the western world they're just not right yep. you have this old outdated sense of masculinity over there and women just aren't going to be treated as people you also have corruption right yeah like he's got money i'm 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 curious if he gets as much as we dunk on the usa like there's a lot worse that's going on in other places of the world yeah the corruption is a lot clearer so i'm curious
0: to see if he gets off from this and i I actually honestly he probably does i would if i had to guess um it's it's bad and and i'm going to pay attention to see how this plays out because these human trafficking investigations especially across international lines they they take a long time so we may not hear anything about this for a while um but i just want to close out and we're going to cuz we're going to wrap this thing up um i found i was deep in the manosphere reddit you know, and it's like comments about this guy and like some comments are like, Oh, he's great, and I made all this money. And you could definitely tell the the affiliates, you know, because they're always bragging about how much money they've made. And it's but um there are also people that are kind of pushing back against him. And I thought this was a this seemed like a normal user who made his argument. And I was like, that's a really good summary. I'm probably not going to write anything and it's better than that. So I'm just going to take this comment from uh, the Reddit user annual care 69. It's still Reddit. <laughs> um, and so he said, he goes, um, so I've explained this before and I'll try to explain it again. The whole point of a paywall is networking. You're paying that money for access. The truth is Andrew Tate is successful because of his boxing Uh, And it's alleged he's also involved in illicit dealings. I don't know how true that is. So you need to understand this reality before you ever spend money. My opinion is Tate is not a successful businessman, but a successful influencer. These people are in it for the money because they failed in other business ventures and realize being provocative for clout makes them easy money. These are not the people you want to pay to network with. Find self-made millionaires. They're everywhere. Look on YouTube, for example. These people almost never ask for money or sell courses. And these resources are readily available on the internet if you're willing to do the effort. My suggestion is never give these people money. Nothing they have to offer is new. However, if you do spend money, understand that you're potentially growing your circle and expanding your network with like-minded individuals. You'd have a better experience finding a community of people on Reddit and going from there. Most of your problems can be solved if you just know how to navigate what you're trying to succeed in. Also, it sounds like you just need to learn a skill and monetize it. For example, you can easily learn coding. Yes, easily. If you just work at it and everything is available on the Internet, you can use the skill and make money off of it by monetizing it. Just look at Fiverr. And I was like, he's right. I would like, I would not normally post a random redditor's <laughs> comment on and you know, read it on the pod, but it, like when I read it, I was like, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Like that's the episode right there. And I'm sure yeah. any of his questions he has, if he looked into it a little bit, he would have found the the same shit that I found because it wasn't that hard to find. <laughs> Quick little Google search away. Oh my god, he. I mean, but he's everywhere. His content is just fucking everywhere. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. I actually feel like I feel like if you know this doesn't work out or it falls apart which i think at some point it will users will get tired of his bullshit and they'll they'll start flocking away but, but I he's think already he can... made his money yeah he's made his money but he's there's never enough like for people like this There's just never going to be a cap to it and if he can skate through these charges i mean you know where i could see him going i could see him expanding into like supplements right former kickboxer apple
2: brain God. yeah
0: But the problem with him is I think that he doesn't actually want to do anything, right? Like he doesn't want to build an infrastructure. He doesn't want to warehouse this. Um, Yeah, he doesn't want to pay employees. Like he doesn't want to do any of that. he just wants to find the easiest way he can to make as much money as possible, which if you're, you know, you're not going to start a real business that way, right? You're going to start a casino or you're going to, you know, like the the things that he's doing, he's got, I guess he bought a bunch of like a tobacco farm in Romania and he wants to make his own cigars because that's just like part of his brand. Um, but yeah this guy here he is he's very fucking famous right now and very fucking rich and i think he's going to be around for a little
2: while um, i can't wait for this uh listener count to blow up and our ratings to go down from <laughs> entertainment listeners. yeah
0: that's Ugh. very possible i could have just ended the podcast <laughs> <laughs> well um on, but on i just note, oh. i just thought well i just thought we don't do i mean a lot of really contemporary things, and this is happening yeah, right I had a fucking lot now. This. Um, yeah, so
2: there it is. Andrew Tate, ladies and gentlemen, uh the king of toxic masculinity. Uh, not my king. We have friends. Check out our friends at Pod Van Dam, IWTV Guide, Wrestling Cheers, X over Hit them. Hit my music pod. At odds, you can so find twice. us on social media. Against Austin. Uh, I guess if you want to listen to that, you can go listen to Austin (laughs) over on against Austin, him and our friend Dwayne talk about against me. This is a cool podcast. I mean, if you're on it, if you're into that kind of thing, you know, and we're on social media, check out our Twitter at catch my Griff pod. You can find me on all socials at Griff boy. You can find Austin on Twitter at Uh, Griff daddy. You can find Charlie butters on Twitter at Charlie underscore butters. You can find his sultry voice also on the podcast.
1: Rustling cheers,
2: it's so enthusiastic.
1: <laughs> Rustling cheers. Like I guess don't listen to that. <laughs> that's dude. That's like a minute thing. That like like a hundred listeners. Like of of, of the, like AIW would listen to. It's not something that like...
2: And if you're into regional wrestling in Northeast Ohio, check out Charlie Butters on Wrestling Cheers. That's a better plug than I gave against Austin. Yeah,
0: no, it's okay. I (laughs) will absolutely hold it against you. You've been on Wrestling Cheers more than you've been on against Austin, so I guess I can't blame you.
2: That's not true. That is not true. How many times have you been
0: on? One. Oh, so it's even? Yeah. Well, Dwayne's not having you back on against (laughs) Austin, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's, that, that counts gonna stay the same. <laughs>
2: oh, I know Justin the Summers they have me back on either, so it's probably gonna be time.
3: <laughs>
0: all right, folks, well, until next time, stay beautiful.
3: Moved all my
2: shit.